drink and dance all night. Now let's talk of diapers and pacifiers and our pants are feeling tight. Bottle service with BKP. Bottle service with BKP. Hi guys, welcome to week 29 of pregnancy. I'm your host, Sarah Merrill Hall. I am also 29 weeks pregnant and coming to you from my actual baby moon in Miami this week. (laughs) Welcome to the show, guys. I hope you appreciate the dedication that I have for this podcast. I mean, I was packing for this trip and I packed like 10 bathing suits and basically my podcast equipment and that was it. You know, I'm like, I, I am dedicated. I am rain or shine wherever I am in the world. I will be pumping out this podcast week by week so we can keep it real, but I'm going to try and keep this episode fairly short because it is, this is a very short baby moon and I want to make the most of it. Your, your girl has some pool time to get in and a virgin pina colada or two to drink. So I'm realizing on this trip, I mean, just how important it is to get in some relaxation before baby gets here and how important it is to get in quality time with your partner. I mean, I feel like both Brandon and I have just been moving a million miles an hour trying to get our lives in order the last few weeks. You know, we bought a house, like we've had to move and then try to get our new house in order. We've both been trying to get our businesses in order so we can take time away when baby gets here. All while trying to get a nursery together, prepping for baby, learning shit, like all the things. I mean, I don't have to tell you guys. I'm sure a lot of you are experiencing kind of like the same level of like anxiety, prep, excitement, all of the things. Um, Hopefully you guys are a little bit farther along than I am. I'm like, we don't have one piece of nursery furniture here yet. Like we are, we're a little, we're a little behind, but it's okay. It's okay. I'm just happy that B and I were both kind of forced to shut it down this week and, you know, come to a new place and just relax together, which is, which is just really, really nice. Like, I'm glad that we did this baby moon. We, we did not plan it well. I mean, basically we planned this out like a week ago and it's, it's half family trip, half baby moon. We're only in Miami for about three days and then we go and see my family And what sucks is the three days that we had in Miami, we booked this like really swanky hotel. I'm like, I'm going to, you know, wear a cute bikini and like sip virgin margaritas at the pool and read my baby books and eat French fries and like live my freaking life. And we got here and it's been like tropical storming the entire time. Like I've just been like in our hotel room with my little face pressed against the glass just so sad so sad the first two days of this trip but it's our third day and luckily the sun is out you know we've procured some chairs by the pool and right after I hit stop on this podcast I'm gonna be eating my french fries and being a happy person but anyway even though the weather hasn't been great on this trip it is just really nice to like be away with Brandon it's probably our last time that we're going to have like really solid quality alone time before this baby gets here. And probably the last time we like travel together and like get to go out to nice restaurants for a while. So we're soaking it in. I've also, (laughs) 
I've also just like really enjoyed having him hostage in a room with me this whole time. And if you guys recall, we talked about this a little bit earlier on in the podcast. Oh my God. I think it was, I think it was back in like in the first trimester I experienced this where, uh, and I don't know if anybody else can relate to this. It, it It's so weird, but I kind of experienced like this sensation of just being obsessed with Brandon where I don't want him out of my eyesight. And I looked it up. We talked about this on the podcast, but apparently some pregnant women feel this way. It's like an evolutionary response from when we were cave women and, you know, we were, we're feeling a little extra vulnerable and we want to be next to our partners at all times in case like a cyber tooth tiger attacks. Anyway, what's funny is so what's actually really cool about this podcast is we get new listeners all the time, like new, new people are pregnant. So they're, you know, catching up on really old episodes. Um, I had a girl slide into my DMS this week. She's, you know, probably like 10 or 11 weeks pregnant. She's like, I've been catching up on your podcast. And she's, she's like, I heard that when you said that about the evolutionary response. And she's like, what's crazy is it actually happened. It can happen to guys too. And apparently I thought this was so fascinating She's like, some men will actually at this time experience a decrease in testosterone. And that is basically an evolutionary response. So like the man isn't like still trying to go out and like spread his seed everywhere and like have a bunch of kids. Like he can kind of focus on the one that's coming and like isn't trying to like fight in wars and go to battle or anything like that. Like their testosterone can drop. I just thought that was so interesting. I'm like, whoa, I have not heard this. So obviously I went into like a little internet hole, did some Googling and yeah, it's a thing. Um, There have been scientific studies showing that men in relationships where their partner is pregnant, their testosterone will drop during this time, which I just thought was so, so interesting. And I will say a couple of the uh, experiments that I read about, they're saying, you know, it's not definitive. This was like a small batch study. So take it with a grain of salt. But I think there's probably some truth to that. Anyway, wanted to bring it up on the pod because I thought it was interesting. Oh, another thing that happened this week. So I was actually talking to one of my mom friends and she gave me probably the best piece of advice I've heard so far. She's like, because she knows I've been running around a million miles an hour, kind of like a chicken with my head cut off, trying to do the most, trying to do everything, trying to like feel prepared. And she's like, listen, (laughs) I know you're stressed out trying to prep for this baby, but you're just kind of spinning your wheels because there's actually no way that you can really prep for this. Like when your baby gets here, there's nothing that can prepare you for it. Like you're just going to be learning as you go. So she's like, trust me, the best thing you can do for yourself right now is just relax and get good sleep. She's like, if I could go back in time and tell myself anything in the third trimester, it would be that like freaking relax and sleep. So I'm taking that advice to heart this week, trying to get my relaxation in. And if you're feeling a little stressed and overwhelmed, I hope you take that little pearl of wisdom to heart too, because I think she's right. I mean, take advantage of this quiet time and the ability to sleep in now. I mean, of the alone time that you have with your partner now, because that shit is invaluable and it's probably going to be in very limited supply and only a short amount of weeks. Guys, we got 11 weeks left in this bitch. 
It's crazy. It's go time. So hope you guys out there can get some R&R in there while you can. This podcast is brought to you by Parallel, the first and only OBGYN founded prenatal vitamin with targeted nutrients for each stage of motherhood. We all know it's important to take a prenatal vitamin throughout pregnancy, but Parallel takes it a step further by bundling together all the daily vitamins a woman needs into one simple packet based on where she is in her pregnancy. Right now we are in the third trimester and Parallel's third trimester pack helps prepare your body for birth while supporting your baby's rapid growth with a mix of probiotics, additional calcium and magnesium, added omegas, and of course that full spectrum prenatal vitamin. So wherever you are in your pregnancy journey, check out parallelhealth.com. They are offering a special 20% discount just for our listeners with code BIGKID20. Again, that's parallelhealth.com and use that code BIGKID20 for 20% off. All right, let's talk about symptoms for week 29. So we are now seven months pregnant. Baby is plumping up. They're putting on about a half pound each week now, which means they're also putting on more pressure onto your digestive system. So this can lead to some side effects like hemorrhoids, heartburn, frequent urination, and pelvic pain. Uh, we've, we've talked about hemorrhoids on this podcast. Uh, I have heard that they do get worse in the third trimester. Frequent urination, I have to say, even in the last week, I've noticed that shit picking up. Like I've been, we're on this trip and at like every five minutes I'm like, I gotta pee. I gotta pee. I gotta go. So that is, that is real. Um, when they brought up the the pelvic pain, so this is another thing. Uh, actually, someone slid into my DMs and asked me about, and I had to look it up because I had never heard of this. But someone asked me if I had been experiencing lightning crotch. Um, I had to look it up. So I have. I, I'm just gonna. I pulled up this article on this thing that's called lightning crotch. <laughs> that is. That's actually what this article is called. I don't know what the like medical term is for lightning crotch, but. If you're experiencing this, you, you could have it. So lightning crotch is basically the sharp electric shock sensation you may sometimes feel in your pelvis or crotch late in pregnancy. So it's like a jolting feeling. It is not serious and it is not a sign of labor, um, but it is due to the baby putting pressure on the nerves around the lower part of your, your uterus. So... What causes lightning crotch? So experts think that this pain is related to your baby growing larger and dropping down into your pelvis before birth, which is a process called engagement. Um, a little less fun than the last engagement that I got to got to deal with, but so be it. But when your baby's head is lower in your pelvis, there's more pressure on your cervix and the nerves around the lower part of the uterus. So this is different um, from other pelvic pain during pregnancy. You know, it's different from round ligament pain, um, which is very common in your second trimester as your uterus grows. But lightning crotch pain generally happens at the end or um, closer to the third trimester. So if you are experiencing this or don't want to experience this, because I don't, um, there are a couple ways that you can prevent this. So they say wearing a supportive belly band will help reduce that pressure on your lower uterus. They say to stay active and take plenty of desk breaks, like if you're sitting stationary. Um, they say walking and swimming are good options. 
a warm bath or a massage to relax your muscles and joints can help. And um, if you are getting like a jolt or experiencing that pain, shifting your position, getting up, walking around can help. So for anybody who's experiencing lightning crotch, oof, I'm sorry. Um, hopefully some of those things will help. I am getting to the stage where I think I, I may order a belly band just because I, I feel like my belly's hanging kind of low right now. And like I said, my urination is picked up and I feel like this baby's kind of like starting to drop back down on my bladder, which isn't great. And, um, I don't know. I just feel like, like the weight is starting to, it's starting to like pull my belly forward and like hurt my lower back a little bit. So I've heard that those belly bands are good for like that, and now clearly lightning crotch preventing that. So, so might try it. I think they sell them on Amazon, to be honest. I, I'm going to, I'll, I'll find one. I'll try one. If I like it, I'll, I'm sure I'll talk about it on this podcast. So let's talk about what's happening with baby at week 29. So baby is as big as an acorn squash this week. They are about 15.2 inches long and weigh about two and a half pounds. I mean, I've known babies that have been born weighing less, like just saying, like I swear every week that that weight number goes up, like I just feel better and better. And like I said earlier, they, our babies are going to start putting on a half pound every week. So, you know, it's just, it's, it's good. It's all good news. One thing with baby, and actually I meant to mention this last week because at the start of the third trimester is when you should start to do this, but they say just start counting kicks at around the stage of pregnancy. So what that means is um, you basically want to pick like if, if you notice there's a time that your baby is really active at the same time every day because your baby is actually kind of should be sleeping in cycles at this point. So they're awake in cycles as well. So if you notice that like for me, I notice at 530 p.m. like he's usually up and kicking. That's been my my um, time marker for these kick counts. So you want to pick a time that they're usually active. And then what they say to do is to just, um, you know, look at your watch and then try and count to 10 kicks. Like you want to feel them moving around at least 10 times. Um, and I actually asked my doctor about this last week when I was in my appointment and she didn't say you had to do it at any specific time, but like you just want to be, they, you want to make sure that you're feeling movement basically every day at this stage. Just making sure that everything's okay in there. Those kicks are really reassuring. Um, so yeah, that's kick counting and something that we want to be conscious of and trying to do at this stage of pregnancy and then basically all the way through pregnancy. So yeah, good to know. Um, let's talk some tips and to do's for this week. So like I said, the big one this week is to freaking relax. Uh, even if you're not going on a vacation, I mean, there are plenty of things you can do to help relax at home. I mean, you can give yourself like a nice little spa day. Like I love an Epsom salt bubble bath personally. Um, I actually just got this really nice like coconut bath soak called mama calm. And then I got some belly masks from hatch. So I, you know, I can, I can have like, I can kind of give my belly like this full spa luxury experience at home. I will say one quick note on belly care. I I haven't really had any stretch marks on my belly this whole time, 
until this week, like I swear, I just woke up in the morning and looked in the mirror and I had a couple show up on my stomach. Like they came out of freaking nowhere. So anyway, this is just like a reminder to just be diligent with your moisturizing in the third trimester. I've kind of only been moisturizing like in the morning and at night. And actually like you want to, if you start to feel your belly feeling itchy at any point in the day, it's time to reapply. So maybe keep some oil in your bag. I mean, that's what I'm doing now. Like I am going to be probably a little bit of a psycho when it comes to moisturizing at this point, but it's just good to know. And actually along with my belly masks and my mama calm bath soak, I also got a really nice belly oil from hatch. So I will be dousing myself more than usual And, you know, I like to share the love with you guys. So I do have a discount code, which goes to my next tip. I'm not going to mention the discount codes on this podcast because if you're listening to this in the future, they might not be active. But anybody who follows Big Kid Problems on Instagram, I'll be sharing like any pregnancy mom specific discount codes on uh, on Big Kid Problems. And then I have a little highlight reel. I have a highlight reel on Instagram that says pregnancy. So you can click on that. You can get the discount codes there. I'm also, I think I'm going to try and put like a a blog together on my website just that they all have a home and they're easy to find. When I do that, I will let you know. um, So you can easily grab those because why not take advantage guys. I'm, I'm doing that. I'm trying to get a discount on anything I can at this stage. I mean, there's so much. Okay. Here's another tip for this week and something that I wish somebody told me earlier to be honest is to get in a maternity shoot like if you're doing that like if you want to get like cute pictures done with your belly like do it now like do it sooner than later for some reason I was thinking I wanted to do it um later like as late in in pregnancy as possible like I was like oh maybe I'll do it at like 35 36 weeks so my belly can be really big and now I'm like I kind of feel like my cutest stage of pregnancy has been week 28. Like even in the last week, my belly has grown and I'm like, oh my God, if I wait till week 35, like I might be a little too huge and like starting to feel a little uncomfortable. So I feel like this is a really good time to get a maternity shoot in. Again, personal opinion, and every single one of you will probably like look different at whatever stage in pregnancy, but maybe something just to keep in mind, like if you're feeling really good, your belly's in your cute phase, don't, don't wait much longer. If I could go back and do anything, I would have booked my shoot earlier. I'm going to actually try and get in, um, when I get home in the next few weeks. Cause I, I don't want to wait that long anymore <laughs> to be honest. Um, my last tip for you guys this week is I actually have a book recommendation. I'm reading it right now on my baby moon, but it's the what to expect. It's from the what to expect series. I think they have a couple books, but I'm reading the first year. So what to expect the first year, which a friend of mine told me, she's like, it's like the Bible of newborn books. And I got to tell you when this book arrived in the mail, I was so intimidated because it is so thick it's it's huge. It looks like a textbook. Like it's like this super thick ass book. You open it, the text is small, and there's like so much going on in there, like pictures. And I was just like, holy shit, how am I ever gonna read through this? But even I'm like, I've read three chapters and I feel like I know more 
than I did, you know, before the book got here. And I, I feel like I'm starting to get kind of informed on newborn life. And I realize I don't have to read the whole book before the baby gets here. Like just, you know, the first few chapters where it's like, you know, basic, like how to keep a newborn baby that you take home from the hospital, like exactly what to do right after you take this baby home from the hospital. Um, so it's a really good resource. I'm liking it. I've got some other really good book recommendations just from you guys uh, sliding into my DMs. So in the next few weeks, I'm I'm hoping to diversify my portfolio and read a couple more books. I'm just trying to get through this one as fast as I can on this baby moon. Um, and it's been good so far. So had to share that. All right. That is all for this week 29. I've got to go back downstairs and get my French fries and pool life on. Thank you so much for listening. If you are enjoying this podcast, please make sure to hit those five stars on iTunes. Leave a little one to two sentence review if you can. Send it to any of your pregnant friends. Share the love. You can also connect with me on social at Big Kid Problems or on my personal Instagram at Sarah Merrill underscore Hall. I've honestly loved chatting with you guys on here and you can hear it in this podcast. Like I'm listening, I'm chatting with you guys. I'm picking up stuff from you. Um, it's been really fun and, and, uh, yeah, hit me up (laughs) in the meantime, I'll see you guys back here next week for week 30 updates. That's right. We are about to be in the last 10 weeks of pregnancy, which is freaking crazy. But until then, thank you for bumping along with me. I'm